Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida. Brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy. Renewable energy and EV solutions are on the agenda. As Orlando Business Journal Editor-in-Chief, Sean McRory welcomes OUC General Manager and CEO, Clint Bullock. Well, thank you for uh, joining us, Clint. Your appearance on today's podcast comes as the uh, Orlando Utilities Commission is celebrating its 100th anniversary, which is pretty remarkable. What would you say are the foundational principles that have ensured OUC's viabilities for those 100 years? And what have been the milestone moments for you in your time at OUC? Well, first and foremost, I just uh, want to thank you, Sean, for having me and appreciate OBJ's partnership here. And um, it's a pleasure to be with you. I think, as you said, 100 years is pretty remarkable. You know, when you think about OUC and our mission of providing electric and water services, you know, to the business and residential community here in Central Florida, and we're just continuing to stay true to our mission that's provided us this 100-year history. When you think about 1923, we served 2,700 customers, and now here we are currently serving over 270,000, you know, neighbors today. And we're really focused on innovation and really evolving to keep pace with Central Florida as we're growing to really meet the customer's needs. Certainly as a utility and an operational utility, safety is such a critical thing. And when you think about our values, our number one value is make safety first. So that's so critical from an organizational standpoint. But we work with our integrity and our value of our customers And we really work to build trust with our shareholders and partners in the community. And so while there's so many firsts, if you will, of OUC, the reliable one, you know, when I think about my past five years, there's certainly a few things that I can highlight. And I think one of the ones that we're certainly proud of, and we were the first in the state to really formalize the net CO2 reduction strategy. And, you know, we did that in 2020. And we're working towards the year 2050 to be net zero CO2 emissions. And we have interim goals, which I think is really important in this conversation. We have interim goals in the year 2030 to reduce our CO2 emissions 50%. And by the year 2040, reduce them by 75%. I'm really proud that OUC was the first to do that. I think in addition, one of the things we talk about with reducing CO2 emissions, I'm really passionate about vehicle electrification. And I think OUC has been working on this for many years, but we certainly got more aggressive. And I think we view it that we're just more, we want to be more than just providing electricity. And we want to lean in and partner. And so part of that partnering is education. But I will tell you, part of that partnering is making investments and allowing, for example, commercial customers the opportunity to work with OUC and we'll give them capital avoidance and we'll you know, own the infrastructure, whatever it might take to address that hurdle for a commercial business say, yeah, I'd like to try this. I'd like to have EV for my employees or customers. And there's a lot of great things we've been doing in that space. And most recently here in downtown Orlando, we just built the largest high-speed EV station in the state of Florida with 21 ports right here in downtown Orlando, right there by Robinson and I-4. And I'm really excited about that project. And, you know, based on our strategic plan in 2020, we've committed $45 million to advance electric infrastructure and electrification for vehicles between now and 2030. And then I think, you know, as we talk about relationships with our customers and trust, 
three out of the last four years, Sean, we have been identified by third-party survey provider that surveyed our customers and over 100 plus utilities as the most trusted brand in the utility industry, three out of the last four years. I'm really proud of that. And that really goes back to the culture of our employees and our commitment as public power to our customers. And I think that's going to be a really important position for us as we talk about how the industry is changing to be leveraged as the most trusted. Of course, on the water side in 2021, we were recognized by J.D. Powers for our water quality. And of course, OBJ has named us the healthiest employer uh, for the last six years. So I'm really proud of that and the commitment we make to our employees. Well, you've touched on this already a little bit, but you know, so much has changed in those hundred years regarding power generation, consumption, conservation, and stewardship. How would you characterize OUC's efforts to remain both responsible and responsive in how it serves its customers' changing needs? So I think we've made, again, a significant commitment in solar. We know we've got more to do from that standpoint. You know, when you think about the state of Florida, we have limited number of renewable type options wind, hydroelectric, some of those things aren't viable or economical here in the state of Florida. Um, So we're committed to solar. We've done some solar projects. We're gonna do more solar projects. Energy storage is another commitment we're making in this area. Energy storage is an important piece to this discussion around solar. While solar, you know, the fuel is free from the sun, it is an intermittent resource. And we know that customers require high reliability around the clock. And so while energy storage doesn't make power, it certainly can store it. And while we are the sunshine state, we are we have partly cloudy days. Those that know Orlando and today is a perfect example of it. And so we have this challenge as the operating utility to make sure we're continuously meeting the customer's needs. And so energy storage is a part of that solution. You making sure that our generating units are available quickly to come online to meet the needs perhaps when that intermittent resource of solar may not be there at that moment in time. As we think about water and the importance of water for this community, we continue to have conservation programs, we have growth in our area, and we know water is a very precious resource. So we continue to look at what we call the lower, lower Floridian aquifer, and we're working on a project now to make sure we can pull water from there and then make sure we have water to continue to grow and expand this community. Uh, We continue to support energy efficiency programs. Those are a big part of our goals and investment in energy efficiency to help customers at their home or business to make sure they're trying to be as efficient as they can when they're using electricity and water. And I think those are some really important things for OUC as we move forward. Well, you mentioned earlier the emphasis on electric vehicles. What are some of the next steps in adding infrastructure for electric vehicles in Central Florida on top of the ones that you've already done? Yeah, so I think, you know, as you as we look at vehicle electrification and as we just take a couple data points and as we think about the state of Florida, Orlando is the second largest from an EV adoption in the state of Florida. And then when you look at Florida across the U.S., Florida is second from EV adoption. And so in 2018, there was roughly 2,300 EVs in Orlando's territory. In January of 2022, there were 5,000. All right, follow me here, Sean. Just this January, there was 10,000. And if you go just to April, there was 15. So you can see the adoption it's taking place. We're getting to the point in the curve 
where people are comfortable with it. They're willing to purchase that EV vehicle. And what I will tell you is while we're very committed and we've talked about investments in our community, what we recognize is we have to think beyond our community. If we only think about Orlando and Central Florida, I think we're missing a big opportunity. Because let's face it, consumers in Central Florida, they want to travel to South Florida. They want to travel to Jacksonville. So we've been doing a couple different initiatives around that to really support EVs. And we're working with our partner utilities. And matter of fact, Sean, next week, we're hosting an event at that Robinson charging station and an invitation to all 33 municipals in the state of Florida to say, come see what we've done. Let's learn. Let's work together because we need Gainesville to expand and Tampa to expand and Jacksonville to expand. And even further, we're not just working with municipals. We're working with the investor owned utilities and the co-ops because I think there needs to be strong alliance with all the utilities in the state of Florida because we want consumers to be able to travel and have the comfort and the trust to have reliable charging stations throughout the state of Florida, not just in Orlando service territory. And so we've also made a commitment in Ride and Drive is the name of a program that we have in place. And we're doing this now towards our commercial fleet customers. And there's an event that'll go, it'll be later in the fall, and it's going to be at different stops throughout the state of Florida. And we're partnering with multiple utilities. This isn't OUC alone. But the point is, we're trying to advance the education. And we want the commercial fleet managers to be able to come to one location, test drive different vehicles, ask questions about different vehicles, so they can say, you know what, I'm in, I'm committed. I want to go ahead and you know expand my commercial fleet with electric vehicles. Again, I'm so excited about this topic. We could talk about links and the, and the partnerships with links. But I think the point I want to make is we want to be more than just in the back providing electricity. We want to help people get educated. We want to help them put the infrastructure, perhaps give them the capital avoidance. We want to partner with our customers. And we think that's just a really critical part of the formula. Well, pivoting off of that to uh, specifically, you know, the business community, how have business customers in particular adapted to renewables? And where might there be opportunities for more change? Yeah, so I think, you know, at OUC, our commercial customers, they're embracing and asking questions about renewables. And again, solar is the one. We did a partnership here recently with the city of Orlando, and we went out and did what we call a 2030 solar pledge. And it was really targeted towards commercial businesses to say, come along with us, support renewables, look at a pledge of 100% solar for your business by the year 2030. And we had folks like the city of St. Cloud and a variety of other customers that are getting behind us. And so we think that's great. I think there are other products and services that we're gonna continue to work with some of our commercial customers, some in support of large solar infrastructure that we're doing as buying a piece of it, or perhaps partnering with them and perhaps they want solar on their facility in some form or fashion. So we are seeing more of it. We are working to partner with our customers and we certainly see more coming in the future. Clint Bullock joining us. Next, he tackles the challenges of renewable energy transformation as Florida Business Minds continues. People's Gas, working with businesses across Florida to lower energy usage and costs with efficient natural gas. Get cash back energy conservation rebates when you install new natural gas equipment. Learn more at peoplesgas.com slash bizrebates.
But what have been some of the biggest challenges in converting to uh, more of the renewable energy sources? We have to recognize that it is an intermittent resource. And we have to understand that solar in the state of Florida is our only economically viable renewable. You know, wind, hydroelectric, geothermal, those things just aren't economically viable in our market. It may work in other parts of the country. So we have what we have. We also know that we have some cloud cover, but we're doing a variety of things to try to balance that. Part of it's the energy storage. Again, we're making commitments in energy storage. We just actually had a new energy storage project uh, roll out here today at one of our substations. I think one of the interesting things that we're doing in partnership with UCF, we're using some analytics to understand cloud cover so that we can forecast, predict, monitor, and understand when we might move into cloud cover. Because again, with this solar, when you get cloud cover, everything shuts down. Well, of course, as the utility, we've got to make sure there's something there backing it up. The more information that we can get to prepare to make sure we have the spinning generators ready or to make sure we've got the energy storage ready, the more reliable the system will be for our customers. And I think that's a really important piece and it's certainly part of our innovation strategy as we move forward. Well, you mentioned earlier the efforts in St. Cloud. Uh, how will having an operations center there boost OUC's performance in that part of the region? Well, I tell you, Sean, we're so excited about this, the continuous St. Cloud growth that's going on down there. Uh, we've partnered with the city of St. Cloud for the last 25 years. And I can tell you, year over year, especially here lately, they're 6% growth year over year. So a lot of expansion going down in St. Cloud and, and portion of Osceola County. They're perspected to be a, a half a million people by the year 2029. So as part of that expansion and growth, we recognize the importance of having a dedicated, committed facility right down there in the heart of St. Cloud. And what I'm really proud about is that facility, and it's going to come online right after the new year, first phase construction, but it'll be the first net zero energy campus for a Florida utility here in the state of Florida. And I think, again, that's really important to continue to demonstrate the importance of looking at conserving water and conserving energy and having some solar on the roof and some floating solar, but to really be a sustainable and renewable type facility. I can't wait for that facility. I got a lot of employees that are excited about that facility too, but I think it just demonstrates that continuous partnership of being down in St. Cloud and we couldn't be more excited about it. On a different topic, you know, one of the biggest buzzwords that we continue to report on at the uh, OPJ is uh, artificial intelligence. It'll be a big, you know, part of our coverage plans in 2024. What factor do you see artificial intelligence playing, if any, in bringing efficiencies to the consumption and generation of power, certainly for OUC, but also as part of the other state and national efforts? certainly think that's a very interesting topic that we're all trying to get our arms around and figure out what it means. And, and I can tell you for OUC, we are going through several different use cases and really trying to understand the application and the benefit for our customers, for our operations, uh, to allow us to be, again, more sustainable, affordable. Some of the projects we're working on are a little more back office focused at the moment. But again, we will be advancing and looking at more opportunities as we're looking at those use cases. I think it's one of those just a little bit more time as we all get a chance to understand it better, find that right use case, make sure it's cost effective, and make sure we can balance it with good customer service 
with those outward facing AI. And that's really important to us as we talk about most trusted, we have to maintain that. And we've earned it, but you can lose it quickly. And so we wanna make sure we still have that strong customer focus as we advance and talk about AI moving forward. Okay, well, another big part of our coverage here at the OBJ is certainly the growth of our area. What do you foresee as being the biggest challenges in growing OUC's capacity to serve the needs of a rapidly growing population? What opportunities do you hope to realize in having a larger customer base? So I think what's really important for OUC is just to be a champion for change. As we talk about our vision in being the, you know, the innovative solution provider and the partner of choice, we do understand that customers have choices and they have options. Even with our core products of electric and water, maybe a customer wants to put solar on their roof, but we also know there's other products and services like vehicle electrification. They don't have to go electric, they might stay diesel or maybe they go compressed natural gas or maybe they go hydrogen. We wanna be out there partnering, educating to provide those services. And so I think the utility industry is going through extensive amount of change and we're seeing more products and services for customers. And we're seeing even on the residential side, customers have smarter appliances, right? And they have smarter devices. And I think the utilities have to make sure we're keeping up and we have to come with some more sophisticated pricing for their customers and allow them the consumers to maybe make choices to save them money. Let's empower them with the right tools. And now I think because the appliances are smarter, now the utilities have got to come forward with, again, some more sophisticated pricing. So I think, again, just a champion for change. We have to be open to change. This model has been working great for 100 years, but I think the amount of choices customers have, competition that's out there, and I think there's so much innovation going on in our area as we're all looking for cleaner type of resources. Again, we're looking at things like where nuclear may go or small modular reactors or hydrogen. We're doing a DOE project on hydrogen to understand where that's going. So I think a lot of evolving technology and, you know, before too long, we're going to figure out which ones are the winners and, and which ones aren't quite ready. So just being a champion for change, listening to our customers and continuing to um, try to achieve to be the most trusted with our customers every day. Okay. Well, piggybacking off of that, uh, you know, looking to the next 100 years, which is, you know, something incredible to try to do. <laughs> what are the yes. most important steps OUC is making now to ensure its continuing and future viability? Yeah, I think that really again gets back to the change and really just making sure we're partnering with our customers. You know, I think the last hundred years is not going to represent the next hundred years in front of us. I think innovation is moving at such a rapid pace. I think customers' expectation for different products and services will be critical. And so, you know, we've done different types of partnerships as an example with Universal Studios and the airport and the convention center with chilled water. Not originally our core service 100 years ago, but it's a utility service. And knowing that we've got trusted foundation in our electric and water, and we've been working with these customers for a very long time, they trust us to offer these chill water services, our backup generation services, our EV vehicle services. And so I think that's the important thing for us as we look at the next 100 years. We need to listen to our customers 
That is number one. But we need to work to be a, a partner with them. And I think we're going to come up with all kinds of great solutions as we think about the next even five and 10 years. And for that, I'm excited. I mean, that's what gets me excited every single day. And we're in a great position, but we have to keep listening to our customers. We have to keep innovating. And we certainly are focused on being that partner of choice. Clint, I very much appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Great conversation, some fantastic topics to touch on. Thank you. Appreciate it, Sean. Hopefully it uh, gives you something to work with. (laughs) Absolutely. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for downloading Florida Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida and brought to you by Tico People's Gas at the heart of Florida's energy.